This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Coming up in a bit, we are at a crisis point tone with storming the court. It's become, though, unfortunately, the most entertaining component of men's college basketball right now. <laughs> Comfort for citizens. Just, they used to say, wait till the final two minutes of an NBA game. No, wait till the final whistle of a college basketball game when there's an upset. Also, comfort for citizens and comfort for your Cleveland Browns. That coming up at 820. Right now, a man who likes to make things pretty uncomfortable. Daryl Ryder, the dangerous one, brought to you by Shivin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Good morning, Daryl. Stay off the floor, people. Daryl Ryder coming in hot already, <laughs> making people stay off the floor. Uh, Daryl, the, the cap went up 13%. Shot right up. Before we go looking at other people's windows to see who we can get, what do you think that does for the Browns and their salary cap situation with some of the names that we've been hearing? And some of this has been silly season, as you illustrated on Friday, Daryl, and rightfully so. But what do you think that does with some of the conversation with some of the players that we've been talking about here over the last couple of months? Well, I mean, it makes it easier if the Browns don't want to restructure uh, Deshaun Watson's contract, which I, I still think that they will do that. But if they don't want to do it, it certainly uh, makes that. Would uh, you a lot or would easier. you not? Would I you would not? not? You would I, not. I would not. I'd, bu- I'd bite the bullet. Uh, this year Um, and the reason being I just I don't know what I'm getting from this guy and I don't know yet if I want to extend you know organizationally if I put myself in the Browns position I don't know if I want to extend him I don't know if I want to uh, get out of this thing yet so um, if you have the room uh, to to take that 63 million dollar cap hit this year I say just do it and then if he plays the way everyone expects him to play and he plays up to the contract, then next offseason you can think about doing a restructure and or an extension for him. Um, but if you, if you have the ability this year just to absorb that cap hit uh, with no problems, do it. However, if you need the cap space to – because there's a piece you want to bring in to try and get this thing over the top, then absolutely 100% you restructure Watson again 
so that you're able to do that because this is your window. You need to be all in each and every year. So the cap going up, um, you know, certainly is uh, great news for the Browns and is going to make uh, Andrew Barry's life this offseason even more easy than it was already going to be because even though they're going into the the, uh, the new league year uh, above the cap here, uh, they'll do some restructures in the next uh, two and a half weeks or so to get under uh, the cap and give them the latitude they need to uh, make all those uh, moves in free agency. Yeah, but Daryl, if they don't restructure the quarterback's contract, then his life isn't really that much easier at all, Andrew Barry. Like, they, they aren't going to be able to do much in free agency at all because a lot of guys get raises anyway. Um, and you've got other guys talking, you know, potential extensions with with other guys as well. Well, look at all the contracts that they restructured last year. Um, they restructured Njoku. They restructured Miles. Uh, they restructured Petonio. Uh, so there's there's room uh, to do restructures without having to do uh, Watson's contract. So um, it's it's boilerplate language that's already built into many of these contracts. You don't even really have to, uh, outside of the courtesy of uh, notifying uh, the agent uh, and the player that they're going to do it, it's just a stroke of a pen. So um, it that's that's nothing uh, for the Browns. Um, and what helps them is that they have owners with deep pockets that are willing to spend money and write those big signing bonus checks up front uh, in the offseason. And then on top of that, give Barry what he needs to be able to bring in uh, additional pieces. The Browns remain... Uh, one of the top spenders in the National Football League, and they have been for years. Daryl Ryder and Nanny Baskin, they discuss the latest news surrounding the Cleveland Browns and their stadium and try to answer the question, is there a dome in the future for Northeast Ohio during the new episode of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland? Subscribe now for absolutely free at 923thefan.com or on the absolutely free Odyssey app. All right, Daryl, the, the cap going up got fans – in uh, in the short term, very excited. We got but then hot and bothered. Immediately, they heard, all right, Cincinnati Bengals are are, are never going to let T. Higgins get to free agency. And, and they didn't. And, and they didn't. And also a report over the weekend from Jeremy Fowler, I guess he said it on TV, that Mike Evans is not going to get to free agency either. So that's, that's 1A and 1B for the wide receiver targets. Do we need to kind of pump the brakes on our standards, our expectations of the type of receiver the Browns are going to be able to get? Well, I, th- I think you can also pump the brakes on maybe what they need. Um, I, I don't know where the notion came that the Browns need a number one wide receiver. Y- you have one. His name's Amari Cooper. Um, so I, I don't know where that notion has come from. I, I think what they need is a complementary piece to Cooper. They need somebody. Uh, you know, Marquise Goodwin, the reason they signed him last year was for speed. That's what they need. They need more speed at that position, somebody that can go downfield and get themselves uh, open uh, and, and give Watson uh, another target to, to throw the football to. So while everyone get you know, was, you know, throwing around T Higgins and Mike Evans, like it, it, I, I, the only way I see the Browns getting a big name receiver uh, again, this off season is if another Amari Cooper slash Zadarius Smith type of a trade presents itself where Barry is able to take advantage of another team's financial or cap situation where he gives up nothing to bring in another piece. And that is something that we've seen over the last four years 
Andrew Barry is very, very good at in, in taking advantage of those opportunities. So um, I think that that's a component that we'll see once again this offseason. And it may not happen right away um, when the new league year kicks in in the middle of March. You know, it, it, there's a chance that, you know, hey, we, we might get April, May, June, July. Because um, to, to Barry's credit, he doesn't he doesn't stop shopping. Uh, we saw that last year with Zedaria Smith. And then we get close to training camp and they sign Shelby Harris. So, um, you know, uh, Barry's going to be very active. He always is. He's going to be very aggressive because he always is. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I look for him to to try and find himself another one of those trades where he gives up next to nothing and gets a quality player in return because we see him do it on a regular basis. Daryl, do we have maybe a bit of – does Andrew Barry have a bit of a blind spot at wide receiver because it's like, well, Cooper's great. He traded a fifth-round pick but paid a lot of money. Yeah. And DPJ was pretty good for a sixth-round pick. Let's call it where we call it. But there's also Elijah Moore who's kind of been a meh. And yeah. then there was also Anthony Schwartz in the third round. Well, I'm not willing to, to – um, uh, or I should say I'm not too down on Elijah Moore yet, Ken. I'd like to see just they have Elijah Moore play receiver this year. Drop the gimmick stuff. Um, I feel like they invested a lot of energy last year into gimmick stuff for Elijah Moore. And unfortunately, the gimmick stuff, none of it really seemed to work. Um, so I'd like to see them just use Elijah Moore as as a receiver. But I, I certainly understand your point. The production did not match uh, the expectations. I mean, I, myself, I for you know, the record, all... I agree with you. I, I I was like, well, I think they put him in a tough p- tough spot there, and I, I'm looking forward to 2024. But that's just that's personal. I yeah. just want to make sure that's out there. Yeah, and and <laughs> and, and, and I, look, I was hyping him up all off season too because every time we go out to practice, they they had another a, a new wrinkle. It seemed uh, for more, and again, it, it didn't work. So uh, you got to go. Well, I think uh, you know back to basics where he's concerned, but. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm not willing to say that they have a blind spot there. Look, uh, it seems every year in the third round, Andrew Berry drafts another receiver. I don't know, maybe try and find someone in the second round this year, uh, instead of waiting to the third round, because to me, when you get through rounds three through seven, you're kind of rolling the dice there. Um, and obviously they haven't had a first round pick here the last couple of years because of the Sean Watson trade. So, uh, you know, maybe pick a receiver, a little earlier in the draft. And, uh, you know, the early returns and thoughts seem to be that this would be a good year to spend a second-round pick on a receiver. So we'll ultimately see if that's what Barry decides to do. It's something we're going to be talking about in the coming days, maybe today and and, and moving on forward, uh, Browns fans and their love for Andrew Barry. And I I see it around every turn. Uh, I've seen uh, so many Browns fans Talk about the decided edge they have now with with Andrew Barry. I want to know how confident you are that this team on paper will be more talented than maybe you thought they were last year or the year before, uh, given whatever their cap situation is, trades, draft, not having a first-round pick again as well. How confident are you that he is going to improve the team coming up? Well, I mean, again, it, it comes down to opportunity, especially on the trade market. It takes two to tango there. But uh, as far as his aggressiveness and, and willingness and, uh, you know, uh, constant efforts to uh, improve the roster, I'm 100% confident. I mean, that's not even a question for me. I, I think Barry's done a, a pretty good job. We can sit here and debate, obviously, 
uh, his draft classes, but a lot of his draft classes have been on, you know, back end picks because that's what uh, he's had to work with. Uh, you know, early on, Jed Wills, uh, you know, jury's still out on him. And I, I don't know that I, I, you know, be rushing to, uh, you know, give Jedrick Wills a, a long term contract uh, at this point. But um, I, I think when you talk about uh, year in and year out, giving the team the best opportunity to be successful on the field. It's really hard to, or I should say, it's really hard to argue uh, with what Andrew Barry's done over the last four off seasons. And I have no doubt that, uh, you know, this off season will be any different. Daryl Ryder, brought to you by Shabin Jewelers. Daryl, you ready for a quick how come quickie? Sure. I, I love how come. I, that's, I, I miss Les's how come quickies. What do you how come we could possibly see see-through pants at the Guardians game on the same day as a total solar eclipse? Wow. How? Think about it. Think about it. Um, I am. <laughs> and the one, the one answer I have in my head, I probably can't say on the air. <laughs> I mean, is this going to restore? Does it, have, does, it, does it have something to do with a full moon? It, is it? Oh, I like that, Daryl. That's a great question as well. <laughs> Well done, Daryl. Well done. Uh, Daryl, I got one. Put you on the spot while we're just having some fun, because as you know, it's always a fun show. It's a fun show. It's good to have you back, by the way, Lionel. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you. I know, I know you, you mean that, Daryl? Of Knock course I mean off. that. Not in the mood for that today. Uh, with that said, Daryl. <laughs> Not in the mood for diaper duty, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I, kept, I, I was going to ask you. We, we might need a photographer anyway. Uh, Dar- uh, no. <laughs> You're done with that? What, You're not, not going to take pictures anymore, Daryl. Do we not pay yeah, enough? I, I, no, oh no, no, no! I, I've got to replace some equipment. It's oh. been a very exp- yeah, it's been it's oh. been an expensive oh. year. I've got to replace my uh, my camera's a little old, and uh, yeah. All right, Daryl. I hear every day, again, Browns fans talking about we have an owner who's willing to spend money. Yep. You just did a podcast about potential for a dome, where the city's going to put a stadium. Would you rather have? If you had either column A or column B. Disposable income from the Haslam's. Would you rather have it go towards players or a brand new state of the art dome? Um <laughs> That's a great question. Well, it, <laughs> it's what I've been doing thing. for three weeks. <laughs> You've been stewing on this for three weeks. Three weeks. Um, see your face. Oh man. Um Oh yeah. Well, they've already spent on. They, I mean, they they spend on players, so they're they're always you know spending on players. So uh, I, I would say go ahead and build the dome. All right, we because, have one because, vote because I don't think that's going to affect their ability to spend on players. We we have it locked in. One vote for dome. But no, if you had to choose one, if you had to choose one, if they said, hey, we'll build you the dome, but you know we're not going to really go on the spending spree yearly oh, for free you're, you're, agency. Oh, you're you're gonna so you're saying that to scale back the roster. Well, then yeah, you you got to put the best product on the field. Fans deserve the best product, so it's it's you got to spend on the players. That's the roster. But then the, the city does not get their dome and able to get all the big events and bring back so much more money in terms of an investment. If you believe in something like that. Uh, then, then it comes at an expense, which I've been reading a lot of uh, folks that don't believe in things I know. like that. So I've seen the studies, Daryl. Uh, yeah, yes, there, there, there have been studies. Um, yeah, I mean, look, if if you're giving me a a choice between fielding a football team and a place for them to play, well, uh, if you don't have a good football team, you really don't need a place for them to play. So you, you got to field mm, the team first and foremost. Oh, wow, Daryl Ryder, brought to you by Shivan Jewelers. That is an impossible. You know what? Kudos to you, Lime. You're you're you are back. 
<laughs> I, I had three weeks for that one. He's the king of impossible questions. Yes, he is. That, he that's is. well done by you. I mean, everybody you else are... at the stations talk about the Steelers. Let's let's talk about nitty <laughs> Boy, gritty really spending you. money. That really bothered you. That really you it's were sitting seemed, at home going, I can't believe what's going on it here. It seemed out of place. You feel like a real. I tell you. Listen, anytime huh. you can dunk on the Yinzers, you just have to take that opportunity. Yeah, but you can tell that's been this is like the fourth time he's brought this up with me in the last two days. You can tell he was sitting at home going, What is going on here? Like he you feel like know. a gatekeeper I, for this maybe, station, don't you? Maybe we need to talk about the Ravens, the team that won the division. I don't know. Maybe it's silly me. Daryl. Again, anytime you can dunk on the Yinzers, you just have to take that opportunity. Daryl, thank you for the time. Welcome back, Lima. Thank you. Nice right. to see you haven't changed. It's brought to you by Shabin Jewelers. All right, Dover players. Just say it out there, everybody. 216-474-0092. This is a crazy premise. I told you I had three weeks to think of stuff. Three and if weeks. this is one of your better ideas, I can't imagine one of your worst. <laughs> I, I heard it. Yeah. Let, me, let me frame it the right way here. All right. All I've heard is we have an owner who's willing to spend. It gives us this tactical advantage in free agency. By the way, I don't know if I totally believe all that I'm hearing about this huge edge the Browns have with, with the cap and everything. Why? Um, because they're they're playing with the same rules everybody else is, and there's plenty of owners willing to willing to spend money and restructure contracts. And I've seen the Saints do it every year. They're not they're not the richest owners in football. They're able to do it every year. I'm sure the Browns can find a way. The question is whether it's smart to do it. Um, but whatever. That's that's be that as it may. I also hear at the same time that well, you can't expect Jimmy Haslam to just pay for a stadium. Owners don't do that. Well, I mean, all the money is is in a is in a pot, right? It's, it's like when we talk about our disposable income. What are we going to spend our disposable income on? In theory, I'm just wondering: Would fans, if if you had your choice, would you rather have free agency spending to crazy excess levels every year, or would you rather have uh, the owner just pay for the dome? Well, the dome is more expensive than the players. Sure. Yeah, I'm just saying in theory, though. But I'd still rather have the players. My my emotions are ran on the players. I can watch the Browns just about anyway. So I mean, when it really comes down to it, you're making me put yeah. it down to the boiling so point. So you of care everything. more about Browns football and just that than all I know. having a beautiful stadium that we can attend events year round, bringing more money again in theory Who's to for, the city. Well, I mean, you would get you would obviously get some more events and things like that, but they're the ones who own the building, sure. so you yeah. can't you can't share in the gate or whatever agreements that would be in on that. So, you, I mean, we're being honest here. We're being honest. If they own the building, they own the building. Now, there's taxes on the building and things like that. I get all that stuff. But it's like, no, I, I mean, if we're, if we're really picking and choosing here, I, my enjoyment comes from winning on Sunday, and I wanted them to get more players. Maybe I'm being short-sighted. I'm sure I'll be accused of that. Well, hey, I, if all you do, if the I people that listen to us. I got I'm going to be accused of that, yeah. No, I think, I think people are going to agree with you. I think, I think, first of all, the older crowd will will go with you because they don't want a dome to begin with. So they're well, like, my, why can't we throw a fresh coat of paint on the lake and just, you know, stay in that stadium overall and not have to worry about it and nobody has to pay for it? All right. I mean, I, I get it. I I think it's one of the poor venues. It's certainly not even close to I don't to, think it's bad. I don't think the stadium's bad. I, think, I, I, I I've been to a I lot think, of other places. I think fans have showed you it's bad by the fact that you just had a playoff team and the place was empty. <laughs> In the upper deck for most of the season. Where? I mean, you had a playoff to hear the, this no, year. That Bears game, the Jacksonville okay, game. We went to one Bears game. The Jacksonville but, game. The Bears game was pretty well attended. The Jacksonville game, I'll give you. Oof. The Jacksonville game, I'll give you. I remember you had, you had people tweeting Jacksonville fans, which I didn't know existed. They were tweeting, like, where are the fans? Like, what's going it was on like here? One guy. It's because hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's because the the weather has That's been very the the fan the fans here have spoken I think that they're just not especially young fans they'll just sit at home they'll just sit at home if the if the weather looks like it's going to be well, iffy at all they'll sit just at home sit at and home. watch a good football team instead of going indoors and watching a not so good football team because we're not spending on the free agents or the guys who are about to be free agents because you have to add that to it too the mm-hmm. guys we draft okay well they're eventually going to be free agents well if everything works in this perfect world. We assume that the players that you take are going to be good players, and that means you want to be able to sign the good players, the bulk of the good players that you have. So if that's the case, then, yeah, I'd rather have the players. I, the weather wasn't that great, I'll grant you. And it usually is that weird, like, snow. People look at Norman Rockwell paintings, and they fall in love with snow. Usually it's very windy and rainy, and then you get wet and cold, and that sucks. So that I can sympathize with to that level. But... And you're talking about 100% ownership of a major building and major draw in the city. I don't know if that's necessarily something that you would want you would want over having good football players for your football well, team. Still, they own a football but team. But I, I think that's the false choice. They own your favorite team. I think that part of it's a false choice. I don't think you need you're to rely— You're the made the choice up. Uh, the part about free agency. I, I think just assuming that the Browns need free agency every year, all right, what you'd rather have them do is draft better you're, every year so that you don't on. have to go no, 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 into free can, agency. Moving, he's moving one the, the goalposts One on. of the issues that the Browns, and I think under Barry, have had, um, maybe until this year where Dewan Jones looks like a, 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 a very solid pick and JOK and Emerson, although, you know, we'll see. We'll see if Dewan Jones can stand the test of time. He already has knee issues already with that frame. I, I, I think that the, the really good teams in this league that can draft well and not have to go into free agency every year because that's what you're doing. You're you're using free agency to mask the mistakes you've made in the draft. But they have not said, drafted they have not drafted defensive line nearly good enough. You said spend the hilt is what you yeah. said. Max out every single year. I'm not talking about buying new fresh fresh free agents every single year. You have to add it up and say, and you have to you can't just move the goalposts on me. I'm saying you draft a guy. I don't know why you had to bring Dewan Jones into it. You draft a guy. All right, well, eventually you're going to have to pay Dewan Jones. Eventually you're going to have to pay other guys. We're going to we're gonna have to pay JOK. Remember, he's a second-round pick. So I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather pay the players that I'm emotionally involved in because they win football games or lose football games for my, my favorite team than sit here and have this round and around and around argument about stadiums all the time. 
Fine. I'd rather have the players. 216-474-0092. Dave on the road. You're next up on the fan. Hello. Hey, uh, you know, up in Detroit, the Ford family paid for that stadium. They, they paid for that dome. I'd much rather have Haslam pay for the dome, follow the salary cap, and like the Lions, draft well. You know, the players the Lions have that made them good this year. Man, were players that's a great point. Well. The last two years later, The though. last two years, they have drafted as well yeah, as Ford, any team first in football. Off, Dave, Ford Field's been around for like 20 years. Okay, so it's like, oh, I'd rather have. What, what, where were you? Where were you calling me when they were it 0-16? hosted Super Bowl forty, and we just had Super Bowl fifty eight. Okay, so we could have the exact same situation. They could pay for the state. I don't even know if they paid for the stadium. Dave could be lying to me for all I know. But I, let, let's say you're telling the truth, Dave. Twenty years of terrible football, with the exception of one here. Well, we would rather have it that way. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that that the Browns are going to be terrible. I think you can do both. Again, I agree with you. The premise is false. You can't, you don't, That's you not don't the exercise, Dave. Yeah. Well, all well, premises are false to some all, degree. All premises. I mean, there's sports talk radio, Dave, so you have to pick a side on this because <laughs> all premises are false. I want both. Draft well. That would be nice. Would that, that, that would be the nice. Over now. Dave is just not going to play by over now because we just go, do you want to be good at football or have your things? you got to pick one. Yeah. No, you can have both. Okay, Dave, good night. Here's Baskin and Phelps. Yeah, let's go to the 10 o'clock show. Dave on the road is a bad boy, and he plays by his own set of rules, apparently. <laughs> Danny in Lake County, you're next up on the fan. Yes, good morning. Happy Monday, gentlemen. Just wanted to touch briefly. Uh, the Hazard family just sold their remaining stake in Pilot Flying J for $2.5 billion. Yes. I think that's probably enough money for himself to build it. Plus, he still got all the money he swindled them truckers out of. Oh, hey, 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 Oh, home of the Browns. We'll have continuing coverage from the combine. Hey, 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 that's enough of that. Second of all, they're not playing by your rules here, Tone. (laughs) They're just saying that you do both. I know. I know. That's all I knew was going to happen. What did they pay for the uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks <laughs> for their their, their I don't know. stake in the Milwaukee yeah, Bucks? I don't remember. A bunch of money. Why do I care? Well, enough I, to build a dome, probably. We, we are they pocket paid watching, three times Kenny. My current salary to go to Milwaukee. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We're pocket watching. We got to know what they paid and how much money they have. This is what we do. Three point five billion dollars for twenty five percent of the franchise. No, they didn't. That's oh, no, 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 they no. They paid 3.5 no, no, no. billion. No, that doesn't no, work. That's got to be no, the whole valuation. No, no, no. You're saying the, the Bucks are worth $3.5 billion and they paid 20%. How much did you say? What was the 25%. 25% of the Bucks from Lazarus for $3.5 billion. Yes. Gotcha. So $600 million, $6 million, whatever it was. You got to play by Tone's rules if you're going to go through this crazy practice. You can't just say now, both. Without a doubt. I had to make a choice. I would rather both too, but I'm going to take players. <laughs> now, without a doubt, I would have rather the Haslam spent the Bucks money on the Dome. Of course, but two one six four seven four double oh ninety two. Would you rather them sell their stake in the Bucks? Never mind. That's going to. We know what that answer is going to be, and I'd rather. So the Haslams are really both. sitting there hoping the Bucks catch the Cavs in the in the Eastern Conference standings. That kind of bothers me a little bit. I could be honest. Well, I there. think they just want a return on investment, to be frank. You don't I think th- they care about whether the team wins? Honestly, I don't think they care as much about wow. that team winning as they do the 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 Browns and the Why? crew. Well, what, are you, what are you basing that on? I think they it's don't they're not safe majority to say owners. What we that have team. to do right now, guys. Power rank that yeah, power rank who they love. Let's get <laughs> it going. Go. Let's get it going. Easily. Number one, Browns. Number two, crew. Number three, You're Milwaukee Bucks. This. Bucks are reasons. third in your power ranking? Wow. Yes. yes. Wow. They don't they're not the principal owners of the Bucks. Now so they're put, hoping they make a good return on investment. Now put play in a dome in that, and where does that go, and how much they care about those franchises winning? 
And if Kyle Shanahan is one Browns, of the better wow. coaches and if you take him over a quarterback. Browns, Browns number one. Play in a dome. Didn't the crew just win a championship? Yes, they, they did. did. They've won like three so, or no, wait, two in the won, Haslam. Yeah, you, don't, two the Haslam. you don't think they go to the owners' meetings in the MISL, MSISS, Mississippi, Merrill? You don't think they're going into those owners' meetings going, we are going back-to-back, and that's what matters. You don't think they are going to take pride in that? No. I think they might like the crew I think they care. Browns, hold on. Let me explain why. Browns. Playing in a dome. They have a chance your to build fo- a dynasty here. Your phone's going to light up with certain numbers. I don't even want to be around for that. Browns <laughs> playing in a dome and then the crew. They've won, they've so already the won Bucks two aren't even the on their power rankings? No. No. Unbelievable. Wow. That's a waste no. of money. Wow. It's not a waste of money. It's it, To them, it's to make money. You know, you wonder, though, if you truly thought about it, the Browns are making hand over fist. Do you think they have any emotional involvement at all with the, the Milwaukee Bucks? The Browns not are, a chance. The, the Haslam's are making money on the Browns, win or lose. Oh, it's 16, same amount of money. In fact, they're probably saving money because they're not spending it in free agency. 216-474-0092. Okay, you got to play by tone. You didn't even give your power ranking. You have to play by tone's premise here. <laughs> Would you rather players or the dome? You can't say both. You can't say neither. I don't know why you'd say neither. You can't say dome. I can't wait to see how Mitch titles this one on the website. (laughs) Let's just title it Domer Players. Domer Players. 216-474-0092. That and uh, ruining tradition coming up on the fan. It was a uh, total, it was a total, total, total accident. That coming up before the end of the show. When? You got to be hanging on our every word or you shall be lost. Uh, Line me with one of the all-time silliest premises. Because people are just saying, well, I want both. And it's like, no, you got to pick either or. <laughs> by by the rules, the, uh, the, 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 what is it? The, the rules Geneva of order. The convention. The rules of order. Robert's rules of order. Robert's rules of order. You got to pick one, brother. You got to pick. Do you either want players or do you want a dome? <laughs> just sounds so stupid. I need you to say it. It was. I mean, here to come yeah, out of my when you mouth. put it like that, it is kind of stupid. <laughs> But that's not going to stop me from having fun. Now say it your tricky way where you make people I, think. I, I, I just want to know. Because you kept moving the goalposts on me. Yeah, that makes it that makes it more of a yeah, slippery anyway. wizard. Yeah. Well, that's the type of dome he wants to build. One with movable goal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, look. yeah. Oh, these guys understand. John and Walton Hills, he understands exactly just what's no, being Let's just go asked. to the calls. Yeah, Forget what Ken has to say. Let's just go to the calls. He's perfectly encapsulated. John will actually play by the rules, I bet. Go ahead. Gentlemen, good morning. Morning. Big fan, Lima. Glad you're back. <laughs> Um, are you after go, this John, last segment? Are you? He can't be. So the the I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question with a question, and then I'm gonna drop my mic. Okay. Um, it's a phone. How many You're... how many stadiums are are in the football hall of fame? Ah, think about that. In... He wants players. I think he just whistled into the phone. Uh, want players. He wants no, players. You, know, you could you could how many have the best building in the world? But if you throw an 0 16 team in there. Yeah. Nobody Joe cares. Thomas is in the Hall of Fame, not uh, M&T Bank Stadium. Boom. True, and but neither, John, neither Hall the, Fame dome, the dome season does not does not end the moment the Browns are eliminated. The, the whole point is, like Lucas Oil, to have 200-plus Would events. you rather have a stadium or Miles Garrett in the Hall of Fame? 216474. <laughs> <laughs> John, thank you very now, much. Technically, Tom Benson Stadium is at yeah. the Hall of Fame. It's now, did, Hall it of earn it, did it earn its way in? It doesn't have a bus. There is a, there's a statue of Tom Benson in one of the end zones. <laughs> is Canton McKinley High School in the Hall of Fame? That's the debate that we have.
got to have. It's a logistical nightmare. I, I don't know how you break it down. Yeah, that's why they're trying to move downtown. It is a logistical <laughs> yeah. nightmare. Yes. Brad in San Diego, California. Hello. Hey, Kenny. I, I love you, brother, but I think you're looking a little short-sighted here in the oh. fact that if you build the dome, then you have more vents, which replenishes Haslam's pockets oh. very, very fast. Mm. I think you also look at the fact that I think we as Clevelanders have to pay a little extra for players to come and play in this environment. And so the amount of free agents that would have probably come to Cleveland, but, hey, man, I don't want to play in that weather. Hey, you got a retractable dome now. Brad. So come on in for a slightly cheaper slightly cheaper deal. Look at Cameron Jordan. I don't agree with that. Saints. I Cameron don't Jordan agree the other with day, that. Last season said there's no way I'd play in Cleveland simply because of this weather. Uh, Cameron so, Jordan. So yeah, no, but we got there. Jordan Cameron. They yeah. Yeah. So what's the problem? <laughs> I mean, hey, Genevieve Clowney played here, and then, he, then yep. they decided to go to Baltimore. They go to the highest bidder. I mean, when it ultimately comes yeah. down to it, you go to the highest bidder in the NFL, especially in that sport. Where I mean, the money doesn't necessarily fall off trees for these guys. Like, hey, if this was an NBA conversation, Brad, and the guaranteed contracts are there, like, hey, I got no argument. I, I, we have to pay more. Thank you for the call. But in the NFL, I, I'm not buying that. That that one, I'm not getting. I think that if if you have a culture, I don't think they're going to take any less. If you have a culture, they'll take right along with some of the other ones. If you have a chance to win a Super Bowl, maybe they'd take a little less. But I think that these are stories. Lyman knows the, the agents and the people out there. They go, yeah, they say that because technically it's true, but it's not really true because of the, the, how the contracts are written. Like, so-and-so took less to go there. Did they? Did they? Because actually, it's not that true. We brought that up a million times over. I think in the NFL, they'll just play for whoever the higher bidder is. Uh, at Wake Forest, there was a rushing of the court after their win over Duke. John Shire, the head coach at Duke, upset after one of his players got hurt. For me, it's I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face. And it's a dangerous thing. And I don't want that to take away from the game that Wake played. But you look around the country and Caitlin Clark, something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is going to be. He sprains his ankle. And it's one thing, like when I played, at least it was 10 seconds in the court, you know, you would storm the court. Now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off, and they're they're running on the floor. And this has happened to us a bunch this year. It's part of it. I don't want this to take away at all from Wake, but uh, that needs to stop. Kyle Filipkowski is the player who was hobbled after the loss to the Demon Deacons over the weekend. It was on Saturday, and the Demon Deacons fans. Now, it, it is true. I mean, right when the buzzer ended, I mean, they were running out there. Um. I used to feel different about this. I used to just go, ah, fine, a hell of it. Let them storm the court. Let the kids have their fun. With the social media stuff, like I told you, who was the guy from Oklahoma when Kansas beat Oklahoma this year and that kid was in his face, like trying to make him do something right there? And I'm like, eh, this is not good. Yeah, the kids. This is not it good. It seems like the kids that are storming the court are handling it way and way worse yes. almost every time well, you got because the, they're trying to make a viral moment. They're college kids. They're lubed up. You don't think when you're in your early 20s. Hell, there's a lot of people who don't think in their 40s and 50s and 60s. But, I mean, you're not thinking in your 20s. You're having a, you're, you're going to have a viral moment. And, look, I mean, it's just bad. And you're, you're putting yourself – I think you're putting some people – if you try to do something like that, it's not like you're putting people at danger. Yes, things can happen. But it's also where it's like, hey, you can start a fight. You don't want to start a fight with 
I mean, we saw Cam Newton just handle six guys. He's in retirement, for crying out loud. These are athletes. Some of these guys are Zeus's. Like, Phil Taylor, like, if you beat Baylor, you're going to run up to Phil Taylor? Phil Taylor will hip-toss yeah. you through three walls at one if time. If you saw Cam like, Newton, you're happening. certainly not going to do yes. anything. <laughs> yes. Um, like, you're not doing this. Yeah, Pat Forty wrote a column on this. And I know some people say there's been two, two or three incidents. Now we're writing columns, and now we're acting outrage. I know the SEC had convened about this a year ago. I thought the Caitlin Clark incident would get it done. Sure. I mean, and you, I know that some people are like, well, if she took a die, I don't, whatever. It's yeah, still the I mean, biggest star in women's college basketball. You cannot. And can you imagine if something bad happened to any of these players or somebody like Caitlin Clark, her season's over because she's not able to brace herself because she doesn't know where these idiot fans are going to be when she's, when she's trying to leave the court. I would actually be incensed considering the women's final four is here. That's right. I would be yeah. incensed. And our economy depends on Caitlin Clark getting to the final four. We'll be making that more and more clear part of our the around the Clark coverage yes. that is coming up over the next few. So, so don't think we haven't been thinking about uh, show ideas. Yeah. So the, the sec racked up these huge fines. First defense, hundred thousand dollars. This is for football, 200 for the second, 500,000 for the third. They start talking about, well, do we want to take away home games? I mean, they're not reasonably going to do that. They're never going to take away. I, well, I, a home I, game. I think eventually if you get enough penalties for it, cause it's like, well, you have to control this, the atmosphere that you have. I mean, there's crowd control is part of everything, no matter if you're at a high school game or whether you're at yeah. professional basketball. Well, I remember. doesn't matter. Um, when you would get to district finals in basketball, no matter where you were in the state, uh, there would be about a minute left to go in the game. They would pull out a rope, basically. to And, and yeah, you could go under the rope. You could go over the rope. But they're basically saying, hey, we're watching. We don't want people jumping out of the court. We have a trophy presentation right after this. We're not doing. We're not doing this. We're not going to make this take forty-five minutes and then do it. And that's high school, very different, obviously, from what's going on. Like you said, these kids are, you know, lubed up. They're ready to go. It's an upset, especially when you do it at home against a team that's ranked. Uh, when it's a rivalry, you know, I'll, I'll never forget Ohio State, Michigan, the, the, the Ohio State team in two thousand two that won it all. We stormed the field. I wrote an article for the Lantern that week talking to Andy Geiger. Hey, are fans allowed to storm the field? And he said, absolutely not. We're going to grease up the poles and, 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 and do that. Grease up the poles. That's what, that's what he said. That's what he, I have him literally quoted in the story. Is that church that does that? Say Rocco's. Thank you very yeah. much. Yes. So there you go. So they did that and people did try to climb the goalposts. They couldn't get up there because they were all buttered up. Well, you need the four guys and then you, you know, there's a way to do it. Yeah. Those guys will show you how to do that on the near West side. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Will fans be shamed enough to stop doing it? You're, you're talking about college kids. I don't is think they a, feel shame. I don't a, think they care. No, they don't. And they probably don't. Is there some code of, code of conduct violation I can threaten them with? Are you going to arrest them all? Are you going to put you, them in handcuffs? Like, well, if you end up on the floor, is it the same thing as what it would be if you ran across a baseball field? Because you're getting, you're at least going to get sent to the to the jail for the day or until they oh. can get you out. I don't know what type of... Anybody who's ever actually ran across a field in a baseball game, I don't know actually what happens to him. I know there was that story about that kid who made the bet and ran out there and whatever yeah. Yeah, during the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. But I don't know what happens in like a regular season Major League Baseball game or something like that. But like, if you run the floor, like, can they kick you out of school? Can they yeah. threaten to kick you out and, of school? And and I I wonder. I mean, these are two these are two pretty high high academic institutions. I, I assume I, Wake Forest is. I wonder if fans are are listening to us going, guys. There have been court stormings every year. I'm sure there's Our plenty. entire life. There have been, what, four injuries you can ever. And I used to feel that way. But now I, I got idiots out there with cell phones trying to get guys to bait them into doing something. Yeah. And it's just going to lead to something bad. 
And I don't need to make, if I'm an athletic director or if I'm one of the people at one of these schools, I don't need my school looking bad. I really don't need that. I got it pulled up right now. Miracle at Richfield. You don't see this in the pros that often, but the fans absolutely storm the court. Indians beating the Yankees (laughs) in the playoff game in Major League. You saw the guy in the gray t-shirt run out there looking very happy. I mean, you got to see it. There was a 10-cent beer night. Dan Coughlin got into a fist fight. And then there was like 18 others that tried to fight him that night. (laughs) 216-474-0092. Should we get rid of court court storming in sports in general? Should court storming be a thing of the past? Also, uh, you had something pretty interesting to say about number one wide receivers and why the Browns already have one. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lyman, live on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.